On this episode of Cutscenes, we return to the big stage at the Game Awards. Let's get right into it. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. I'm Katie Lesbrance, and this is a special bonus episode. Today, we are covering the Game Awards, which just happened this past Thursday on December 9th. We are going to talk awards, game announcements, and of course, video game movie and TV reveals. Now, if you are familiar with the show, you likely noticed some missing voices. Uh, Do not worry. I have some great guests to join me. It will not be just me talking by myself, but uh, Jacob and Travis are both not here. They both separately had different, exciting, happy life events, made them not able to join us. But I do have some guests, so don't worry. If you're new, I would encourage you to check out another one of our episodes just to get a feel for what we typically do, because this is a unique episode. Uh, Usually we watch video game movies and TV, and then we get together and discuss them. We deep dive, give our likes, our dislikes, our hot takes. And I would suggest maybe checking out our season three finale, which just aired on December 2nd, uh, where we dissected 2001's Lara Croft Tomb Raider. It was a wild ride. That is all I'll say. You should maybe check it out. So my guest today, I have the wonderful, I'm so happy they joined me, um, I have Luke Lewis and Claire Helmberger from the Lukeworm Games podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thanks so much for having us, Katie. We're really excited. Yeah, super happy to be here. I'm so happy you could be here. Um, tell the fine folks a little bit about Lukeworm Games. For sure. Um, so Lukeworm Games is a weekly video game and pop culture podcast that Claire and I host. Um, we do a little bit of everything from reviews, features, long-form interviews. Um, chances are, if you like video games and nerd culture, you'll find something to love about our show. Just a lot of good vibes. Um, so you can find that on all podcast platforms. You yourself, Katie, have been on, um, which was a ton of fun. Jacob, your co-host, has also been on a number of times. And um, Travis is going to be on in early 2022, so... We're rounding out the whole cutscenes fam. <laughs> wait, on the wait, show. he is? Yeah. He didn't tell me this. He was actually supposed to be on this year, but because of his large life event that happened, he's going to be on soon. But oh my we're, goodness. We're, we're excited <laughs> to have had all three of you and all, all three of you back at some point too. We 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 enjoy hanging out and talking about video games and yeah. all that good stuff. Yeah, no, it's a good time. But yeah, I cannot believe you didn't tell me. But anyway, <laughs> moving right along. Um, yes, no, it's a fun podcast. Like you said, it's good vibes. You're both just, you know, you're just happy. You're talking about video games. You're talking about the things you like, and it's a good time. Appreciate it. And if people want to dive in maybe to the, the Game Awards, maybe as like a precursor to this episode, I would suggest that they would check out your um, Game Awards prediction show that kind of gives like a really good dissection of... Um, what the awards are, what's nominated, what's your likes, your dislikes, what your preferences are. And there is a pizza on the line, I'm pretty sure. There's a pizza on the line. 
the winner will be revealed maybe at the end of this episode, maybe <laughs> on the next episode of Lukeworm Games, maybe both. Who's to say? Wonderful. Okay. So um, first, I we're just going to hop right in. General impressions. Big show, long show, lots of stuff happened. What? How do you feel? What do you think? For sure. Claire, do you want to kick it off? Oh, sure. Why not? Um, I thought it was... A lot of fun. Um, it really flew by for me right up until the last half hour or so. <laughs> um, and I kind of started to get a little tuckered out. But there was just a lot to love about this. Um, and for me, all of the things that I like about the Game Awards, um, whether it's seeing the developers honored for their work, the new reveals, the live music, which is always a favorite for me. I think that it hit on all of those notes. So I thought it was a good show. I had a good time. Yeah, no, I agree about about uh, multiple things. I have some uh, some qualms and queries, but uh, the live music, I'm so glad that we could get this year the live music, the orchestra, back to the main stage because they did some of that last year, but they kind of had to do some, some stuff from, I believe... It was like the remote thing and yeah, they were like jumping to different locations and things. And it just, it's just not the same. Yeah. It's, it's impressive. Like it sounded, they sounded great. They did a great job, but it's just not the same as having, you know, the live orchestra on the main stage in front of a live audience. Has a different energy for sure. sure. I think it really brings a cool element to the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, same thing. I kind of, I, I tuckered out too. A little bit. I think a little bit earlier than you did. And I have, I don't know, I have some, not suggestions, because who am I? I don't know how to run a show. But I have some things that I'm like, uh, I would like it if they did a little bit of this or integrated a little bit of this, but I'll get into that a little bit later. But Luke, how did you feel? For sure. Um, I really enjoyed it as well. I think there was that like two thirds point where I felt like my attention started to wane, like it, it's been a long week of work, but I was really enjoying the show. I thought for me, most of the announcements in the first half were the ones that I was really excited about. Um, we can get into like the specifics, but I lost my mind when they announced Alan Wake 2. I was very excited. Um, the Wonder Woman game is a huge DC Comics fan. I was very excited about for Monolith. Sounds really cool. Um so there were some really hype moments for me that I was not expecting at all. And it, it's cool in this day and age of I feel like everything gets leaked on Twitter or on someplace on the Internet. So it was cool to have those genuine surprises that I wasn't expecting. Um, but yeah, there there were moments where I was like, OK, I feel like this is running a little bit long or I felt like they were kind of rushing through the award segments yeah. and the developer speeches to get to other things where it's like that's kind of what I wanted yeah. to see more of a little bit. Um, but overall, I, th- I thought it was a really well-produced show and I think it's come a long way in the last seven years and I think it gets progressively better and better each year. Yeah, no, overall. I, I, for sure. I think the production's great. And yes, I feel like it gets smoother. Like I yeah. feel like everybody's like settled in and I feel like they just, it's like a bit of a well-oiled machine where they are moving from segment to segment a lot smoother than they used to, where it used to be a little messy. With the game announcements being, like you said, the first half, I felt that's where they had the like hard hitters 
really coming out and like the surprises and everyone was really hyped. And then as it's getting later and you're getting like a little bit more tired, you're kind of, your interest is not, attention is waning a little bit. I feel like the, the reveals are becoming less um, surprising. I don't know. They're less attention grabbing. Things that you go, oh, like things that make you sit up and pay attention. I feel Mm -hmm. like those kind of dwindle a little bit, which doesn't help when you're already getting tired. Yeah. Whereas if they were a bit more evenly spaced, I feel like like it would help a lot. For sure. That's fair, yeah. And it's tough, too, with a three-hour event of any sort. I feel like it hits that point where it's like, okay, we've been here longer than most Oscar-nominated best pictures. Like, this is a long long thing but yeah there were definitely those moments towards the end where i was like okay let's let's get going Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think there was still i think the good moments for me outweighed the the bad personally yeah for sure one thing that i would love if they could and this is probably asking a lot it's probably really difficult to do but if they could um integrate segments that are not either giving out an award or game announcements. Yes, they have Mm -hmm. like three performances. Like they have some performances interspersed, but I feel like if they just did some segments that like dove into certain things about certain games, like if they went into, if they had like a little tiny segment where they talked to some different sound editors and they were like, oh, this was the thing that was the hardest thing to do in this game or like the most um we felt this was the most important part of this game for like in this um specific development niche sure i feel like that would be super interesting and i feel like that would break it up and balance things a little bit more and that's what i really really want if they ever started doing that i'd be like oh it'd be so good because again it would just like add another thing where it would feel less repetitive to me yeah that's fair that is all the behind the scenes that would be cool yeah or just some like short form interviews with the developers would be cool or yeah, like a montage know. of like yeah. one question yeah. per person like you know sure you can't you can't make it too long because kind of a rapid fire yeah that's a yeah. good idea yeah so little montages i don't know that's yeah. what i want those are my dreams for the future i think that'd be really cool yeah and it would kind of like celebrate games like it would yeah, like participate yeah. in celebrating things so yeah, I want sure. more of the like intro hype trailers that Jeff Keighley always edits yes! himself every year, like stuff Those like that, cool. where it's just yeah. like let's celebrate all of the games that came out this year, this like year, visually yeah. and with the orchestra, like all of that was always my favorite. Yeah, part of the show for sure. Yeah, I love or just like fun. Yeah, yeah, the, the celebration of what's what's happened this yeah. year, and not as <laughs> I feel like a lot of it is looking forward to games that are yet to come, and sometimes it feels like shortchanging the ones from this year the ones that we're honoring a a little bit yeah i can feel that the 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 part that i kind of don't like and they're not the only award show to do it is when they're like oh these categories that like don't matter as much in their eyes or you know aren't as popular they just go like here are the nominees here's the award like at the very end they did like five Mm -hmm. in a row and i feel like those people should get their due time too because those are all still like really valid categories and or like it's really a, hard to make it happen yeah so. or if a game wins a second category they'll announce it at the same time as the first category as a way to like save time mm-hmm. which i thought was kind of an interesting move but it's so tricky though right because yeah. we're also yeah, talking about how long they are <laughs> yeah so we're like ah 
how do you balance that? Which would be, I mean, less game trailers and less commercials. But then, I mean, I don't know how the money works out, right? So yeah, yeah, sure. It's it's a challenge, but overall, like you said, they did great. It was a lot yeah. of fun, for sure. So you know what? Well, we're gonna dive into some awards. Let's All right, do it. Do we want to start with game of the year? Do we want to just? There's a lot to unpack. Oh my god, there's so much to unpack. You know what? Let's do it. Game of the year. Sure. I was very what surprised. Is... Were you surprised? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we were surprised too, like, and really? we both really enjoyed. Yeah. It takes two. We thought it was a cool title and very innovative and a, a fun co-op experience, but I didn't expect it to take it all. And I don't know if Joseph Ferris really did either. <laughs> His speech was something else. That it cracked I me up. I was very happy. I was like, hey, Joseph Ferris is going to Every, talk. Everybody, go get children. <laughs> go get your children. <laughs> They're great. It's like, maybe apparently. try that. Maybe try having a kid. They're, it's awesome. Okay. Thanks, Joseph. I, lo- I lo- yeah. love that. Love that for you. Yeah, no, I was super surprised. I thought it would be either, um, I thought it would be either Deathloop or Psychonauts 2. Yeah. Yep. That's what we said, too. Yeah. I think Deathloop was our prediction, and then Psychonauts 2 was my personal, I want this to win. But yeah, honestly, It Takes Two, it was one of the like least expected, and then it ended up taking it all. But I, I think it deserves the- like It It deserves recognition, for sure. Yeah, it deserves the the award. I just was surprised, I think. Yeah, we. I am playing that with my spouse. We're maybe, I think we're about nice. halfway through. Um, but yeah, no, it's super impressive. There's a lot of different mechanics. There's just like, it's very intelligently made and you can tell that everything yeah. is, yeah. a lot of thought was put into it and I appreciate it a lot. And so Psychonauts 2, as you said, you're a big fan. You really wanted them to take some stuff home. They kind of got skunked, didn't they? Yeah. They did. I don't think they won anything, which shocks me. As like that that's definitely in my top five easily for the year, one of my favorite games. And yeah, it did it didn't win anything. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was I really Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say I really thought if they were going to win one, it was gonna be for best game direction. Yeah. I thought it would have been a really cool nod to Tim Schaefer and his work like throughout the years with Double Fine and kind of a cool like retrospective award, but also honoring how far that studio has come. Would have been cool, but I like I'm not sore about Deathloop winning for yeah. best game direction either because I think that one's phenomenal as well. Yeah, I thought I thought that if there was any year that a Psychonauts two could win, it would be this year because it was kind of pretty even. There's no clear like two front runners. Like I said, Deathloop was probably the closest to that. So I was like, oh, I kind of thought that they might sneak in there. And I kind of got snubbed a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of wild, too, in a in a year with a game like as polished and technically impressive as Ratchet and Clank, that like that one wasn't really in the conversation for me, even though I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it was just kind of an interesting year with like such a variety of experiences that I feel like struck people and unique ways of like what resonated with you ended up being your game of the year and that one didn't win anything either yeah i don't know if it didn't no i don't think it did no i don't know if people just thought that it wasn't um like you said that it didn't strike them whereas a lot of things were a bit more unique i don't know if people are just like oh it's it's another really good ratchet game that happened with spider-man though in 2018 too it was 
you know, going head to head with the God of Wars of the world and things like that. And even though it's really good, it kind of got overshadowed a little bit. Um, Another surprise for me was best narrative. Marvels. I've heard great things about um, Guardians of the Galaxy, but I was not expecting that one. Same thing. I was expecting either Life is Strange or Psychonauts 2. Yeah. Have you played Life is Strange? I have not. I played the first one. I haven't dove into this one, but I mean, everyone who has played it just talks like so glowingly about it that, and it's all narrative. Like those games are entirely narrative. So I'm surprised. I thought they would get that one. Yeah. That was our front runner, I think, for that one. That was my game of the year for most of this year until Halo surprise dropped. And as a longtime <laughs> Halo fan, that kind of surpassed it for me. But it's excellent. And I, I I would argue it's the best in the series. It just uh, has a really like cozy vibe in a good way. Yeah. of Like a narrative that is really engaging and a world that you like want to be in. And the characters all felt like people that you would like want to know in a sort of way. Um, that I felt felt like just kind of resonated a lot. I love that game. Uh, similarly, I thought that uh, that Erica Mori might win. I thought that I think that category is very stacked for, sure. for best performance. But same thing, it's like so narrative, and there's so much. Um, she's so present in it that I thought that she was a strong contender for, for sure. that one. Yeah, and then Maggie Robertson won. As is it? I I I never remember. So Lady Lady Dimitrescu. I think it was Dimitrescu. Something like that. Okay, you don't pronounce the. I don't that think so. I Resident think Evil. French. That's the only game of the best performance nominees that I haven't played. Mm-hmm. I did purchase it on Black Friday though, so I will get to it eventually. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a surprise for me too. Yeah. It. I feel like she's definitely like a memorable video game character from this year though, but maybe that's more from like a meme level than a <laughs> in terms of like pop culture but i i think every trailer i've seen it, it her performance looks great so mm-hmm. yeah and then what else we got uh best indie and also another one best debut yeah which kana took which i wasn't surprised i kind of thought death store but i wasn't shocked at all obviously same it still shocks me when they announce 12 minutes every time i'm like yeah. god <laughs> did you play it no because i i oh, okay. I, I heard the you things heard everything i read the else. things and i was like oh that's i can o- skip it got it yeah that's okay that's okay. i i we had a a bit of a rant on our predictions podcast of i was surprised it was nominated for this category i'm not gonna say it's a bad game but i think the narrative definitely has some problems and as a game that's pretty centrally based around its narrative i think it fell a bit short for me um yeah yeah it's just yeah well you had your minute where you were like i can't believe cyberpunk was nominated for this category <laughs> and then we got to this one i was like i can't believe 12 minutes was nominated and subnautica yeah that was like our like, individual soapboxes that? <laughs> that we couldn't y'all are missing out on subnautica below zero. <laughs> what a, what a great true. game <laughs> <laughs> I played Subnautica last in the the past year. I really liked it. Nice. I I I I kind of fell off after putting in like a good amount of hours, but then I, I felt fair. like I just wasn't 
advancing anymore and i kind of lost interest yeah. but i've heard that's uh, uh below below zero is it below zero Be- yeah yeah it's a lot better about helping you it's way more intuitive about like what to do next yeah for the original i had to go online to figure out what to do next multiple times but the below zero i think kind of fixes that so nice it really improves on it i'll check that out also i really liked returnal i thought that was like a shoe in as best action that one, right? It did. That, that did win. It okay. Did, yeah. Yeah. No. I honestly, I thought that one was a shoe in for game of the year, and was shocked, yes. shocked to see it not included. It is a nominee. Um, right and like I said, I haven't played Resident Evil, but just in terms of like what I've heard within the in the industry and my friend groups and things, I've heard way more talk about Returnal than I have about Resident Evil personally. But you know, I think both standout games for the year, but. Yeah, I was glad to see Returnal at least get that action award because that gameplay is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's just like extremely well executed. Just top to bottom. It's just fun to play. Any other ones that you guys want to touch on? Can we touch on best family game? Oh, yeah. I I just, this category has always kind of perplexed me in a sense of like, I never feel like there's a clear definition there, to this one. The Game Awards has, I feel like, this the same um, issue that sometimes the Grammys have, where you're like, wait, sure. that's in that category? That That's an, yeah, that's it makes an me R&B think of like album? Are you sure? The Are Golden sure? Globes when they're like, this is best comedy get or out. musical. Yes. And it's like The Martian and <laughs> yes. Get Out. <laughs> are nominated and it's like that doesn't really that doesn't matter there have been some puzzling ones yes where you're like that's that's not what that is but okay i guess you have to put it somewhere yeah so that being said it takes two as a family game in that it has a family (laughs) in it (laughs) like it it, it's a wonderful platformer but like i wouldn't sit down a young child with me to play it takes two that would be super difficult if you have like yeah. an eight year old or like I don't even a fa- right. okay, okay if you're talking family I feel like you should be able to yeah. go down to like six or seven S- I think so too and like, you cannot do that all with ages. that game yeah Mm-mm. like I don't know I think so some of these other nominees I felt like were more deserving of like or were more representative of what I view as a family game yeah um but like I said I I've really enjoyed it takes two so I wasn't like mad at got recognition i was just confused i guess yeah <laughs> is the best way to put it we love that game though it was just like does it really like is that really at the moment that for it to shine yeah there and also and also in like game of the year and stuff yeah but also we haven't finished it so maybe there's something that happens at the end that's like ties crazy it. blows yeah, it up, blows I... everyone else out of the water kind of thing yeah uh what else i got a couple more i just want to mention within games for impact um life is strange one well deserved i'm sure um before your eyes robbed uh robbed emotionally destroyed me like to a degree that i don't think that in that space of time where it that that i i don't think i've ever been turned from a happy like doopadoo i'm gonna play this game to what two hours later to literally sobbing like as the credits are rolling like it 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 actually destroyed me and i thought it was just so impressive and it uses a, like a weird uh, a gameplay mechanic that i i don't think is 
in another game that I know of that's used in that way. I've never played anything like that. Yeah, it was a very unique experience. That game just in general just stood out for me. I felt like the way they tackled their like tough subject matter of like processing grief and trauma and like in such a concise experience like Mm -hmm. it was so impressive what they did with that narrative and the tech behind the game yeah i thought that game was brilliant so but i also loved life is strange but i just thought there was something really special about before your eyes that game messed me up real bad yeah (laughs) i don't cry at games and i i cried too i was like oh my god this is i like came out (laughs) to the living room and Claire was sitting there I'm like oh my god I did the same thing my my spouse was like so what because I was clearly upset and he was like tell me what happened and I'm like so then you find out that and I was just a disaster and it was it was really bad but yeah really good game definitely I think the last one I was going to touch on unless you guys have anything else but um Another puzzling category for me always, which I mean, I'm sure it's puzzling for most people. Most anticipated game. What are we mm-hmm. awarding here? <laughs> We're not awarding <Our> anything. <laughs> <laughs> How is that an award? Is it like a good job marketing, I guess? I feel like it's yes. like a best of E3 award. Like it was like, this was the most impressive game <laughs> shown here. But in this case, it's interesting because it's like, Half the games nominated weren't shown at this event, no. so it's like kind of a... And if you're going to do that, just do that at the end of E3. At the end right. of E3, give out a most anticipated game for E3. But why it's sure. the game... Why I, do it here? I don't understand. Because it's the only award that's like that. That's kind of... Um, I don't know what they're awarding exactly. I can't critique it because I'm just so excited about Elden Ring. Oh my god, me too. (laughs) Let's just give it the award. Let's let's go. So excited. Pot friend. Let's go, pot friend. Love it. (laughs) Want to be carried off the stage. (laughs) You know what? I think that's a good cue to move into game announcements. Whereas one of them was Elden Ring, where they gave us a new trailer. It was basically just like a lore trailer, which makes sense. We've seen so much gameplay that. There is no real point sure. in giving us more gameplay. Um, but yes, that was one of the moments. There's a handful of moments, like stage moments, that were really memorable. And that was it. As soon as I saw that little pot, yeah, actually pretty big. Uh, like <laughs> pot, like a, with, with filled with blood, it looked like, I guess. I presume. I told Claire, because she's really into potted plants, that we should get a pot and then make it look like pot friend. Oh my god, do I'm it. I'm sure they're going to make I'm sure that's going to be on Etsy in like 3 days. <laughs> I'll make it happen. Let's go. We're we're crafty people. Do it. Uh yeah, he came out to like give Jeff a piece of paper and then uh yeah, no, Elden Ring. I am super pumped for that game. I cannot wait. It looks so pretty and just the art style's cool and the open world vibes. I'm getting like Metal Gear Solid 5 but for souls games oh yeah I just i that's kind of how i i every time i see gameplay that's the vibe i get and that makes me really excited <laughs> yeah no that makes sense because that was the first yeah metal gear game that was like completely open world and that is what we're getting with elden ring and it's soon it's so soon i'm really excited i can't wait hype my standout for the whole night came right at the start and then i was like well i i wasn't as impressed with anything else. Um, Hellblade 2 looked crazy. Like, just crazy. My jaw was dropped, like, almost the whole time. 
I don't know how much of that is actually you are controlling the character. Like that was kind of difficult to determine, but it was definitely gameplay and it looked insane. And I can't wait. Like I might, I'll have to end up getting an Xbox basically for that (laughs) because it's so pretty. I was blown away when it said at the end of the trailer, like it was game running gameplay because when she was throwing the spear and those action shots, like, it, was it looked stunning. Yeah, it looks really cool. And yeah. the original Hellblade's been in my backlog forever. I really need to get to it. And that trailer definitely is like pushing me to over the holiday break after we catch up on Game of the Year stuff. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to do it. It's it's <laughs> happening. Me too. We'll do it together. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Headphone splitter for that one, I mm-hmm. think. Yes. Yeah, definitely. For sure. I've heard the audio in particular. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that, that trailer looked amazing. I was riveted the entire time. I just what I think that's a great example of a a longer trailer that holds you the entire time. Yeah. It doesn't feel like okay, that's enough. Let's move on. For sure. Yeah, it's not just like cutting from from action uh, movement to action movement. Like some of some um, go from like a uh, sword slash to like another a jumping sword slash to a different sword slash on a on a different enemy, which is great. But like you can only do so much of that, and it still holds your yeah. attention. Whereas, yeah, no, this had, like, some suspense to it, which is, like, yeah, super sure. on-brand for Hellblade. But um, what what was your guys' standout? Um, I thought that there was a lot of really great stuff. I don't know if I have, like, one that stands out above all the rest. Um, but you can talk I about think a few. that, yeah, I'll talk about a few. Um, obviously, Luke was super hyped for Alan Wake. Um, which made me super hyped for Alan Wake, and I was just like along for the ride that whole time. So that was a that was a crazy. I asset. screamed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, I isn't so that the excited. best when you're just like yeah when you're just like it just fills you. It's it's the best feeling. Just to jump in about Alan Wake for one yeah, second. Go for it. Go ahead. Because go before ahead. we started this recording, I was like, that's the one I have to talk about, and then I'll turn it back over to you, Claire. But I think after the I loved the original Alan Wake so much and i really loved control but i felt like after the success and the critical of acclaim of control we were going to get a second control or more control specific games but then to jump in to an, a direct alan wake sequel in 2021 is like the coolest thing and that trailer looks so cool and the survival horror elements like i'm so excited that was like the coolest surprise <laughs> is it supposed to really- come out in 2022 is oh, it oh i'm sorry 2023 I think they said 2023. Okay, at that's the end what of I that thought. Trailer. I thought they did too. Because yeah, yeah. I think Sorry, they are making. On that. They are making some kind of control. Um, uh, There's something. Not a direct control. sequel, but it's like a multiplayer, like a co op multiplayer thing within yeah. the control world or something. But we don't and have any also, details. That studio is also working on Crossfire, which Jesus. we saw a little bit later in the show. So, yeah, they're, they're keeping busy. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, exactly. Claire, resume. Um, I I thought that the uh, the Gollum game looked really interesting yeah. and random, and I was just like, "Wait a second, is this a game where you play as Gollum? <laughs> That's so weird." Um, so I thought that sounds really fun. Um, I was happy to see more from Plague Tale, which is a game that Luke played and I watched, but I'll definitely jump in and play the play the sequel because it looks really cool. That was exciting to see. Um, and I have one that I'm, I think, a little more hyped for than you are. And that's the uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I'm always 
thinking it looks, fun. looks really fun. The, the cast is, is, yeah, is fun yeah. too with Ashley Birch and Andy Samberg and I just think the vibe looks really I'm like it will be right up my alley. I'm so. super <laughs> pumped for Tiny Tina too. Um it's what I want because uh I loved Borderlands 2. I mm-hmm. liked Borderlands 3, but it was like they're kind of were getting into like a little bit of a rut where it was like more of the same a little bit. So this feels like the perfect, um, I don't know, like adrenaline shot of like, no, we're going to get crazy and like the rules are out the window and there's magic and yeah. monsters and like yeah. anything goes like narratively um, as gameplay. So I'm like, yes, that is exactly what I want. So I'm super pumped. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And that cell shaded cool. art style is always so fun. Yeah. And they can always do such cool things with it. I think it looks cool. Yeah, I think that one looks cool. Um, always super excited to see more from Forspoken. I think we've seen one or two other trailers up until this point. Um, and then that game with the the raft and the island, Tachia. I'm not sure if that's how you say it. Um, t- or is it Chia? T-chia? Do you I don't pronounce know. the T? I'm not sure. Chia. It looks really pretty. It does. Good it vibes. looks. That looks like a what luke would say a clear ass game but they showed <laughs> they showed they showed the inventory wheel and the puzzle and, and then Claire went, Ooh. And it, yeah the, the, it was like you select a lantern and you throw it and i was like i'm in i'm in and luke was like that's what does it <laughs> and then it and then it cut to like her playing the ukulele like with the little last of us chord yeah. wheel it's great it looks it looks like a good it time, looks like a, clear a nice game. wholesome experience so yeah there was a lot for me in here that's, I think, maybe why it held my attention. There were a lot of different things that kind of hit on different facets of my gaming interests. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, lots of cool stuff. Um, I was happy we finally got gameplay for Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because we'd seen, like, a couple cinematic trailers, and I was like, I get it, but, like, mm-hmm. what does it look like? Like, what am I playing? And we finally got gameplay, and I was like, oh, that looks, like, fun. Like, yeah, I don't think it, it looks really... I don't think it looks like... I don't know. It doesn't look amazing. Like I'm not like, oh my god, this is like game changing, and I, I I'm gonna line up to play this. But it looks like a lot of fun, and I'll probably end up playing it. Right on. Yeah, I was really excited for that one too. As a big DC fan, I I think it's fun that they're trying like new and different properties, and I think it's a cool idea to have like different pro- playable characters to keep the gameplay variety interesting. And it looks so zany and like colorful, which feels very different from the Arkham games. So it's a nice change of pace i feel like for that studio mm-hmm. you were saying it kind of looks like sunset overdrive a little bit it definitely ha- it definitely has that energy like that frantic chaotic lots of colors and particles and stuff popping on the screen yeah no i could see that for sure other thing that i saw that i got really excited about was i saw some star wars characters walking around and I didn't know what it yes, was. And I and I, I texted um a couple friends just basically just Star Wars and that's all. <laughs> and then I don't know how it's gonna I don't know. It's a Quantic Dream game who made uh Detroit and um what was the other one with the origami killer? Heavy Rain. Yeah, Heavy Rain. And I'm like, I don't know what this I mean, I know what it's gonna be. It's gonna be a Quantic Dream game, I assume. I don't think they're gonna stray too far from what they do. But, like, I like Detroit. I just, I hope it, they execute it really well. Like, they, I don't think they've had a, a known IP before that they're playing right. with. So, I'm like, hmm, I'm intrigued as to how that's going to go. Yeah. 
I think on paper it it's awesome like to have like a cool choose your own adventure highly cinematic produced Star Wars game like that sounds amazing. I just hope narratively they don't go too heavy handed. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Detroit, but it did have moments where it was like trying to do social commentary, but it felt kind of disconnected, fisted a little, yeah, bit. a little like beating you over the head with it and not as interesting of a way. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I hope they can like execute on a, like a really engaging narrative because the world they showed looks really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, it looks like super fleshed out, and um, yeah, like they could do a lot with it. So. Yeah. Same thing. Hopefully they do well with it. We shall see, I guess. In, you know, who knows, three years. <laughs> whenever that right. game comes out. <laughs> uh any other games you guys wanted to touch on? I had a couple. Yeah. Um I was excited for the Wonder Woman game. Mm-hmm. I was um, surprised. Yeah, that was a cool, like, oh, I definitely didn't see that coming. Um, from Monolith. I thought it was a cool studio to be involved in it. I really enjoyed Shadow of Mordor and mm-hmm. I didn't play Shadow of War, but I I think that it is a talented studio, and I feel like Wonder Woman's a cool character just in terms of, like, her different combat abilities and her backstory. Like, I saw Greg Miller from Kind of Funny tweeting about how he hopes the game is kind of like Assassin's Creed Odyssey of, like, cool open-world adventure action game, and that that could just be really fun. I'm, I'm excited to get a new and different comic book game. Yeah, for sure. Oh, there was one right at the end, um, Arc Raiders. Oh, I don't really know what it is, but it looked really cool, and I thought their logo was awesome, and their, the, like, world design, and, like, just, like, the vibe of the game looks really interesting, so I'm definitely gonna, like, keep my eye on that one. I wanna say it was some kind of, like, online co-op shooter, like, there's, there's a multiplayer element to it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that looked interesting it sounded like so. a little outriders-y as far as yeah game design. yeah i could see that because i think they said that you could play it solo or multiplayer i think i may be confusing it with another game because there was like a bajillion of them but i thought sure. that's what they said about it um you know what i feel like the robin song helped that trailer out so much because i yeah. was bopping <laughs> it was a vibe it's a it vibe was so yeah i know i like that a lot um yeah i don't know i think for games uh and apparently i'll have to check out matrix awakens because apparently it's online and you could do it i almost jokingly texted you that we need to delay this recording <laughs> so i can investigate i have no idea <laughs> what it, it is it, what is this thing I, they they keep calling it an experience yeah which makes me think think it's like a like a 20 minute like game a like demo, a 20 minute demo yeah, or something I originally, when they it leaked a couple days ago, I thought it was like a VR type mm-hmm. experience, but it appears you can play it without that, so... I don't know. I guess I just thought with the Matrix that it would be a VR type thing, like... Yeah. But you haven't, also, you haven't seen the Matrix. You shouldn't say <gasps> that on a public podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you shouldn't say that on a public podcast. You know what? Podcast. I've only seen the first one. And then I watched like half Me of too. the second. Actually, no, I think I've seen the second one, but I have no yeah. recollection of it whatsoever. Whereas the first it's one really, is like iconic. Like. It's a really weird yeah. hole in my like filmography because my parents are pretty big movie buffs and I grew up watching like a lot of the classics or what were deemed like important to cinema type movies. And that's just one that it just I kind of just yeah. missed. I think maybe my parents weren't like particular fans of it. So they didn't show it to me kind of thing. But 
I love Keanu Reeves. I love John Wick. So like, I really should. Maybe this holiday with the new one coming out, we can. We should do it. We should watch it. That'd be fun. There you go. I'm sure I would like it. It's just like a, I I haven't gotten to it. So listeners, don't don't hate on me. I'll, I'll get. I'll do my homework. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of parents were like, I don't know what to do with that movie. I feel like they were all like, ah, this is too like weird and, and futuristic and like unsettling. And they were just like, no, we don't like this. But that's just my uh, experience with my own that, parents. But. That is fair. It, wa- it was a little unsettling. Yeah. As a young person. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of weird stuff happening in that movie. But it's very good. You should watch it. Yeah, I think that about does it for game announcements. Yeah. Yeah, I think so for, the ones for me, saw. too. Oh. Star Trek looked cool. Just to yeah, that one did shout that out. I thought that looked fun. It did. Um, I have one thing. Yeah. Among Us VR. What? Okay, so what, what is that? What will that look like? How will that play? I, I did not expect that. I was like, what? They're making it? But think about how cool it will be if basically exactly what happens in that like mini mini trailer happens where you're punching the keypad and then you look over and then you know sarah knifes you in the chest like that's fantastic oh i can't wait i'm definitely on board and that was a like fun like i never would have thought of that yeah i think it'd be fun we need a VR unit of some sort. Yeah, that's the thing. We need—that's the game that's going to do it. That's the game. <laughs> <So> yeah, <laughs> not Beat Saber, no. not all these other like technically impressive games. Let's go Among Us. Yeah, for sure. Do we both need one then to play it though? Mm. Or could you like play it and not be in VR? I don't know. A lot to unpack with that. <laughs> yeah, can you only play it with people who are also playing it in VR? I feel like that would be the case. I feel like it would have to be the yeah, case. Yeah, because, like, your movement, I assume, would be different. Yeah. Right. I have no hmm. idea. Hmm. I'm sure they'll tell us more in the near future. Right. For sure. Okay. So I think that about wraps up game reveals. There was a lot of them, which is the thing. I feel like they could cut down just a little bit. Just a little. And we didn't even talk about the pre-show stuff, which Claire and I didn't get a chance to watch, but, like, there was just so much. There was, like, ten in that half hour. Yeah. Which is crazy. Just knocking them out. Well, then there were also the, the, like, it wasn't a reveal. I feel like there were a lot of trailers for games that I don't really care about that had already been announced, and we were kind of just seeing more of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I started to lose steam. And another thing is that the commercials are also game trailers. So then you right. kind of right. get this this unending barrage of game trailers, and then you kind of get a little numb to it, I think. Yeah, and then it helps when they're like world premiere, and you're like, okay, I, I set up again, like Perk back up, yeah, I gotta focus myself. But um, but yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, I will yeah, say for, sure. for fans of the show, um, I was texting with Travis, and they announced Expanse, the Telltale game, and I texted him to go like, hey, do you want me to tell you if there's something that will excite you? Because I have something that will excite you, and he said. I already saw it and like all caps was like, I'm losing my mind. It's his favorite show. He's super excited. Uh, You know, you can imagine excited Travis freaking out about the Expanse game. That'll be a future cutscenes episode. I have to presume. Expanse. Oh, uh, interesting. I wonder if, does it qualify now that it's a video game? I don't know. We'll have to discuss that. Or does it need to be a 
it needs to go the other way. Typically, yes. First. We'll that's see. True. Travis might make a push. I don't know. Maybe he'll like <laughs> tilt the whole balance of the entire pod just for that. I have no idea. Um, speaking of cutscenes and video game movies and TV, we have two. Um, only two. I thought there would be more because I thought we would get some Last of Us I really trailer. did too. Yeah. yeah. We didn't get anything Last of Us, which was very surprising to me because they're trying they're making like three different things. Like they're making a remake, they're making a supposedly a um what's the name of the multiplayer? Factions. Factions game and there's the show, the HBO show coming out. So I thought there'd be something. I think Claire and I on our predictions episode predicted we'd see all of them. Yeah. <laughs> in hopes that maybe together. one of us would be right on one of them. Yeah, I was really surprised to not see any of that. I mm. thought the show, I thought they've wrapped production, I want to say about a month ago. So I felt like that made sense for like there to be a trailer. But yeah. I feel like in TV and film, things operate. Yes, a little differently. Like they need time. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. But soon, I have to imagine. I would love to see a behind the scenes sort of documentary like they did for the Game of Thrones. Oh for yeah, the HBO Last of Us show that'd be so. That'd cool. be really cool. I just seeing all the like leaked set photos, even if they're like blurry and stuff. It's all it's really exciting. It's yeah, like, it's, it's cool. really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we did see though. We saw a Sonic Two trailer. Mm-hmm. Gotta go fast. Ha- got, we got we gotta go fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know okay. I had if you go back to our our Sonic our first Sonic episode of cutscenes. I had mixed feelings. Like, I liked it. I didn't dislike it. I more gave Jacob a hard time than anything. But I didn't think it was, like, amazing. It just didn't... The humor was a little um, for children, for an adult watching this movie. But I did like it. I am more excited for this one. And I think mainly because there seems to be more Sonic characters and less humans, which I'm really pumped for. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I think it, it. We both liked the first one. We saw it. We watched it together after we got our second COVID or first, vaccine. Yeah, yeah COVID we were vaccine. Kinda, so we were both. It like kicked not, in, and we were feeling groggy, and we we're like, "Oh, what? What should we watch? Let's like, finally watch Sonic the Hedgehog." We probably were like functioning at about like an eleven-year-old's brain capacity <laughs> collectively. So I think that that maybe helped a little bit. But yeah, we both really liked it. It was fun to see the like San Francisco, like, ooh, we live here now. We were kind of groggy. <laughs> yeah. It was um, very well made, for sure. I, I think I went into it with pretty low expectations. Yeah, I think that So was. I was like pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, that was an enjoyable movie. And then looking at this new trailer, like seeing Idris Elba as Knuckles, oh I think is like hilarious and amazing and things like that. So like, I- I'm excited. I will definitely see it, yeah. I think. It looks fun. Yeah, we've got Tails. Yeah. Tails, yeah. That, that seems, I do think having the the additional characters will... I think that, that'll that help, yeah. I feel like. Because I feel like anytime like humans with CGI characters, it's always just a smidge uncomfortable. Like, yeah. you can tell. Like, it's just not the same. Yeah. The only difference, I, the only movie that's an exception to this that I would say is um, uh, Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, I, I feel like they executed well. yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, really, really well with like Ryan Reynolds' voice. And I feel, I don't know, the interaction between the human and the um, CGI character was, I felt like the most um, 
was comfortable and just like yeah. settled in and you believed it, which is difficult to do. Yeah, for sure. And then we have, I'm sure you are very excited about this. Okay, I I do not play Halo. I think I played it for like, I don't know, 20 minutes when I was a teenager. I just never had an Xbox, so I never got into it. I'm sure it's great. It looks like a lot of fun, but it's not my thing. For sure. But I know that you are a big fan, Luke. I am a big fan. Um, Halo's probably like, as far as like my longest running game franchise love like i feel like i've been a halo fan longer than i've been a fan of any other game um so i i am excited for the show i think it looks pretty cool it's one of those where like with television adaptations i never like need it but Mm -hmm. it seems like it could be fun and visually it seems pretty impressive um so yeah i definitely want to want to check it out but I I think personally, Halo isn't a game that I go to for like the lore and the story. It's way more about like the emergent gameplay and playing co-op or playing competitive multiplayer with friends and family. Like those like shared experience moments are more what I love about the series. So it'll be interesting if this like standalone television experience like has me as engaged as I feel like when I'm playing the game. So yeah, only time will tell. But yeah. Want to check it out for sure. Yeah, for sure. For me, I feel like it could just be footage of the men's choir and I'd be set. That's my favorite part. (laughs) Oh, like the music? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. the music's really good. (laughs) Of Halo? That's funny. Yeah, I I like Halo. I have a hard time with uh, shooty shoots. Oh, uh, the shooty make shoots. (laughs) 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 I I like the shooty make shoots. Um, But yeah, that was kind of my question is when if something is so, any game that is so dependent on action and from an outsider perspective i never really get any like personality from a halo so i'm like i don't really i'm sure there is a little bit it, but there, i don't know it, there is and there i don't know it's kind of, master chief is a cool kid he is a kind of a blank slate character and how he comes he off talk? But, huh <laughs> does I, he talk at all he does talk he's a very soft-spoken character but over the course of the series like his relationship with other characters in the series like i don't know i he's a special character to me but i definitely get why people are like what's this guy's deal like what is he doing (laughs) like he doesn't really say much and he doesn't really give you a lot to go on but like i don't know as a kid like that being like one of the first first person shooters i played i felt like i was on that journey with him in a sense and i have that like nostalgia for it and especially with with the newest entry Halo Infinite like they're hitting on those same notes of like cool sense of adventure that we're going to take you along yeah. for the ride so I feel like that's the point like you're supposed to identify with them it's like I feel like it's like when you go to sell your house you don't want a bunch of pictures of your family so you make it like real bare bones so they can see themselves living there like we want to see really ourselves interesting analogy. we want to like see it. ourselves in master chief so he can't have too much personality i wonder if this show is not really going to focus on him all that much I don't and know. maybe like be more cuz they they showed a lot of other people i wonder if maybe it will focus more on like the world or the universe and it'll try of to Halo. like flesh out some yeah. new characters or something like mandalorian style maybe mm I don't know. I feel like if I yeah. was if I was making the Halo show, that's what I would do. But that I being not said, I think Halo shows. <laughs> one of the most interesting Halo games, narratively speaking, for me was Halo Reach, 
which was a prequel to the entire series. It was comparable in narrative arcs to Rogue One in a sense of you knew it was going to end poorly for all the characters involved. (laughs) Like, it, it was more about the journey to get there, but that game didn't have Master Chief at all. It was way more about... A, a squad of characters and getting to know them and that to me felt like a cool halo narrative in a sense that you were getting to know these different characters you had this like squad like banter as you were going on these action-packed missions so i think if the show could create some memorable characters within these like cool action set pieces that could be a, a cool approach and then make master chief kind of like a nice like visually like cool character that comes in every now and then but who's to say it'll probably be a lot of master chief (laughs) who is to say um any other moments you guys wanted to talk about from the Um, game awards anything i think well for me as always i love the live music and we talked about it a Mm -hmm. little bit before but just like the um it's always so great when they play through the music of each of the game of the year nominees yeah Yeah, and they run Mm -hmm. back to back with the like game footage showing behind them and all the musicians are just so into it oh my god they're so good (laughs) the violinist that played on the the sting song for arcane is so good i was just like oh my god i could just watch you that was I, was like, I don't even need Sting here. Like, no, I could just watch this violinist just play, just yeah. jam out. Yeah, Absolutely. I loved the like alto, the alto flutist <laughs> when he yes. was playing during the Horizon. He was music. jamming, man. Oh my god, he like threw his hand off of it. I we're like classically <laughs> trained musicians. We I've like, never Whoa. seen anyone do that ever, and I was like, that's. You're having the time of the your time life of up your there, life. good sir, and I appreciate you. There was one piece where the front row of the string section was just cellos, and in my mind, I was like. I was envisioning what that looked like behind the scenes where someone was like, we're gonna blow their fucking minds. Just <laughs> cellos in the front row. And I was like, it worked! You got me! And, and there is a select group of people that would be like, oh my god, there's just cellos. <laughs> it's me. That's funny. Also, I, was like, little, I was gonna ask you what kind of flute that was. Because oh, I was sure. like, I don't know what kind of flute that is. I can ask them when we pod. This is so true. You answer my this question. Is true. It's also flute. Great flute. Used in the Lion it's... King medley. Yeah. For yeah. the Scars song. It's a cool instrument. Which we both instrument. played separately like, of each other. It kind of has like a lower register yeah. and like it can, it can do some cool it's stuff. A, it's a cool instrument. I also got really excited when they got to the death loop portion and the guitarist just like went to town. That was yeah. And you could tell on her face that she was just like, yeah, this yeah. is the coolest shit. Yeah. You're She's correct. Like, That's right. She was like, it's four notes, and I'm and just going to the own it. <laughs> they're the coolest four like, notes of all time. Her <laughs> oh, it was fun. It was a good time. Yeah, it was definitely a good time. Keanu sure used his hands a lot while he was introducing He was his... really excited. <laughs> oh my get, god. Get and Carrie Ann Moss is so stoic. Um, <laughs> so I, I had a moment where I thought, I was like, no, there's no way. There's no way that they're both, are they both in Unreal right now? Is that what's happening? Because I kept talking about it and how real Unreal was. And I was like, uh, like Unreal 5. And I was like, I don't think so. No, no. I'm just imagining super cool things. But I was like, but what if they did it? And then I was waiting for it. And then I'm like, okay, no, 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 no. That would have been But for a second there, I was like, what if they're not real? (laughs) And it, it, it freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, I was kind of doing that too. I missed the part where they said that the movie trailer was a trailer. Or... 
Yeah, the movie trailer. And so I thought though it was like the game that they were talk that they were teasing. And I was like, there's no way that's not real people. <laughs> and it was, it was real. <laughs> Live yeah. action, but Yeah, they they were real. And I was like, oh, There were okay. a couple trailers throughout the night that I was like, is that gameplay? Or is that CG? Or is it Mm-hmm. Neither is it live action. I can't. The Cuphead one, you know, it just looked so. Well, that was really fun. That was fun. I, the little claymation. That, that, that was cool. How it jumped back and forth. That was fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so I want to thank you both. Wait, do we know who won the pizza? Oh it yeah, we Luke. can say it. Or do you guys have to tabulate? <laughs> no, we, we, we tabulated, tabulated as we went. I, yeah. I won. Luke won by year, a lot. So. <gasps> Claire won last year, so it looks like we're taking. Taking turns. He got 12 and I okay. got four. And two of them were the same category. So. Oh. And, it, you know, it was a tough year. Well, and I definitely voted of like, I think this is going to win. I'm not necessarily saying like, I want this to win. So I was thinking very mm-hmm. like strategically. Whereas last year I felt like I voted from my heart a little bit more. But ah. this year I was like, no, I think this is going to be the popular opinion. But. All right. A pizza has been won. Yes. Thank you both so much for coming on. Thanks for I could us. not have done this without you. Yeah. Because I could have done it by myself. But I'm, I was very happy that it was you two. Um, I thought it worked out great. Yeah. So yeah. thank you both for coming on. If you want to talk a little bit more about Lukewarm Games, you have the stage. For sure. Um. Well, yeah. Thank you again, Katie, so much for the invite. It was yeah. awesome to hang out and chat about the Game Awards and all the cool announcements. Um. But yeah, a little bit more about Lukewarm Games. So like I said, you can find us on all podcasting platforms. Um, And also, by the time you're listening to this recording, depending on when you're listening, on December 11th, Saturday, we are hosting our official Extra Life stream. So if you go to twitch.tv slash lukewarmlewis, you can see our 12-hour Extra Life stream. We're going to play some Halo, some Mario Party, a bunch of different shenanigans will be afoot but yeah, i'm gonna be showing off my vibes. subnautica base yes i believe we're getting a subnautica base tour and an animal crossing, oh, animal crossing island, island tour island. from claire my island is a mess. Uh, they're very detailed aren't they oh yeah no these are masterfully <laughs> executed <laughs> tune in to find out <laughs> yes yes yeah. <laughs> um so yeah that's what we have on the radar um you can find us on twitter you can fo- follow me at lukewarm lewis and at Claire Helmberg one? Yes. That's your hint. Yep. Yep. You had a different one at one point and then you switched it. I've had that's... like I've had like three and this is the only one I actually have access okay, to anymore. So, so. That's the that's the <laughs> active used one. Yes. <laughs> well, that's good. Gotta point them to the right one. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter. I am Lesbrak, L-E-S-P-E-R-A-K. Um, like I said, I normally have this show with Usually Jacob hosting, sometimes me, uh, Jacob McCourt and Travis Colnut, and we talk about video game movies and TV. If you have any interest in that, please check out our old episodes. So with that, we end this show like we end all of our shows with a quote. This one comes from Joseph Ferris once again, and here we go. It's so nice to have children. I'm surprised how much I love them. If you don't have children, go get them. Thanks for listening. Bye. Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast.
You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm Jacob McCourt, and listen to me and my co-hosts Mo Murtati and Mike Ruffalo, as well as some wonderful guests, as we go through games, large and small, old and new, to bring you funny, informative, and mostly positive discussions about them. We've got over 100 episodes in the feed, so if you wanted to take the show for a spin, download a show about one of your favorites, and let us guide you through it with our takes. Join us on our goal in every episode to make sure that each time there's one less game left behind.